the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. Welcome to the program, and like Katie was saying a little while ago, it is the Lord's Day, so I'd like to wish you a happy Lord's Day. Good morning, and I'm so glad you could join us. If you're just getting up, it's good morning. If you're staying up, good evening. But anyway, whatever it is for you, I'm so glad you could be with us. I'm so glad you can tune in and join us for the next hour, and we'll be here live taking your calls, talking about the Bible, praying for your prayer requests. So uh, if you have a prayer request, I'm going to invite you to call in. But before we do that, I'd like us to pray right now that the Lord would be in charge of this program, that that the Holy Spirit would just speak to us tonight. Father, I thank you. I thank you and I praise you, Lord. And we just come to you tonight, Lord, humbly surrendering to you, Lord, that you would have your perfect will accomplished tonight through this radio program. Father, I just pray that the Holy Spirit would be here, that the Holy Spirit would, in his power would touch the people tonight, touch your listeners, touch your children, touch those who are listening tonight, even for the very first time, believers, non-believers. Lord, I just pray that everyone listening tonight would have an experience with you, that we would know what it means to be touched by a loving, merciful, awesome, mighty God who does amazing things. You do amazing, Lord. Really, Father, we thank you, Lord. And I pray that you'd use this hour in Jesus' name. Use it for your glory. Amen. Amen. And thank you for joining us again. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. This is a live program, and we're here to take your calls. Whether you need prayer or you know somebody who needs prayer, we want to stand in the gap with you, for you, So call in tonight with your prayer requests. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer and you want to lift them up before the Lord, you want to stand in the gap, well, we want to help you do that. We want to be an encouragement to you. Call in tonight and let us pray with you. Let us pray for you. The number is 888-995-5552. It tells us in 1 John, the fifth chapter, this is the confidence which we have before him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests which we have asked from him. That's the confidence you can have tonight, that when we pray according to his will, we know that he hears us. And if you know, if you know that God hears your prayers, then you can know that you will have the answer. Because if we know that he hears us, he says, in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked for him. This is the confidence we have. This is the confidence we have if we ask anything according to his will. So I pray that you would call in tonight and that you would give us a chance to pray with you, pray for you, pray for your needs and the needs of your loved ones. Do you know somebody who's sick or who's in the hospital? Call. Do you know somebody who's distanced themselves from the Lord or backslidden? Call. Call and we'll pray. 
888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. How about your Bible questions? Uh, if you have a Bible question, a question about Christianity, about church doctrine, theology, the cults, the occult, whatever's on your mind tonight, I invite you to call in with your questions. Again, the number is 888-995-5552. And speaking of prayer, I have a couple of prayer requests that I hope you'll pray with me, that you'll keep in your prayers this week. My uncle, who is 71 years old, he lives in in Houston, Texas, and he's very ill. And uh, he's in, he's, uh, he was taken today to hospice. Uh, and it's just a matter of whatever the Lord wants to do, heal him or take him home. So we want to pray for John Nicholas and his family. Uh, we want to pray for my brother, Michael Nicholas, who will be going for surgery uh, later on this week to take care of uh, uh, something that's going on with him. So... I hope you'll pray for Michael that the surgery would, everything would go well and that he would find relief from the pain that he's in. So, Father, I thank you. And I pray for Johnny. I pray for my Uncle John. I pray, Lord, that your perfect will would be accomplished for him, Lord. That you, That your mercy, your peace, your healing would be upon him, Lord. And if you desire to heal him, you can raise him up in the twinkling of an eye. But if you desire to take him home, Lord, then I pray peace upon him and upon the family, to be his son, Tony, the girls. And I pray, Lord, your peace, your mercy, your grace. I pray your blessing, your healing upon this family. And I pray for Michael, my brother, Lord. I pray, Father, that all would go well in the surgery. And Lord, even before the surgery begins, or even before the surgery, Father, I pray that you would be ministering to him, that you would relieve him of this pain, Lord, and that you would help him through this time. Carry him through this time, Lord. Carry him through, Lord, to victory. For we pray from victory, Lord. We know that we have that victory. You've overcome the world. You've overcome death. You've overcome, this, you've overcome sin. You've overcome all the obstacles that would be before us. So we pray for that victory, Lord, and we thank you, Lord, for the healing upon Michael. I pray, Lord, that you would keep him safe and get him through, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, again, uh, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. We're a live program, so we're inviting you to call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552, 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, let's pray. If you have a Bible question, call in and let's seek, uh, seek out the answer to your question in the Word of God. Uh, 888-995-5552. As always, I'm going to remind you that we get together every Friday night for prayer and worship in Arcadia. So if you're in the area or you'd like to take a drive and come out to Arcadia and pray and worship with us and get in the Word of God, then we'd love to see you. We'd love for you to be there. We'd love to invite you uh, to the Friday night meetings for prayer and worship and the study of God's Word. It's at 8 o'clock uh, in the city of Arcadia. The address is 805 North 1st Avenue. That's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia every Friday night at 8 o'clock. We just started a new uh, a new study, so it's a perfect time for you to jump in. It's a perfect time for you to start coming to the to the prayer meeting and the Bible study uh, every night, every Friday night at eight o'clock. We just started Second Corinthians, and we'll talk a little bit about it tonight. But if you'd like to get the full study, we, we're, you know we're there uh, for the full hour uh, that we're there, an hour and a half, and we get into the study, we get into the Word, we have time for questions. It's it's, it's really a great time to be in God's Word. It's really a great time to just be in God's presence and. Be able to bring our prayers and our worship to the Lord. So again, we invite you to come out uh, this Friday at 8 o'clock uh, to L.A. Gypsy Church in the city of Arcadia. It's at 805 North 1st Avenue. It's easy to get to. Just get out of 210 Freeway, come into the Pasadena, Arcadia area. Get off at Santa Anita Avenue. Uh, when you get off at Santa Anita, go north for one block and you'll see Foothill Boulevard. When you see Foothill Boulevard, make a right turn, go to 
First Avenue, which is only one block more, and make another right turn, and you'll see us at 805 North First Avenue, uh, the corner of Forest and First Avenue, and we invite you to come out there. Uh, we also want to remind you that you can listen to this program on podcast. If you missed the program or you want to share the program, go to kkla.com and look for us on podcast. Share the program. Let us know what you think. And uh, just, just be a part of the ministry. You can also download the KKLA app. It's a free app. So download the KKLA app and stay up to date with what's going on here at KKLA and what's going on in our podcast page and uh, share the program. Also, I wanted to remind you about uh, church on Sunday mornings. I almost forgot. But uh, at 10 a.m., uh, there's a service, Gajikano service. Uh, pastor Walter Hofflin is the is the pastor there at the Hills Church. But you can come out if you're looking for a church to visit or a church to make your home on Sunday mornings. We invite you out to the Hills Church. That's where we get together every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Well, all that, with all the announcements done, let's go to our first caller, and we're going to talk to Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Hi. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight? Well, I have my high school friend's only brother. He's not saved, and it's a miracle if he would. He's well, yep. in very bad shape from smoking, 71, the same age as your brother. Mm. As, my, as is, my uncle. Uncle, okay, mm-hmm. that's right. We just prayed for I would like prayer for his salvation because maybe if I send some some CDs to okay. his sister, she'll send them up there. Well, what's he his... said he only believes he's here because of his mother and father. Well, what's his name, Gretchen? What's his first name? Ed. Ed. Ed just, is his this name. is his first name. Well, Father, we thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord. Because every time someone is saved, it is a miracle. It's a miracle, Father, of your grace and your love and your mercy. When someone responds to that, to the gospel, to the message of the gospel, and all of heaven rejoices over one soul saved, and we will rejoice over Ed, Lord. Lord, we just, we just lift him up before you and ask, Father, that you would minister to him, that you would heal him, Lord, and that you would bring him to salvation through the atoning blood and the, the work of Calvary, Lord. The blood that was shed on Calvary was the blood of your Son to forgive our sins, the sacrifice he gave there, Lord, to, 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 to bring us into your kingdom. I pray that Ed would hear the message and that he would be saved, that, he would, that his heart would be open to the Holy Spirit and that your Holy Spirit would touch him, Father. So I just pray, Lord, for a miraculous work in Ed's life, Lord, that you would do the work that no one else can do, Father. Send someone to speak to him. Send someone to give him the message, to tell him that there's a God in heaven who loves him. So I just pray, Lord, for his salvation. We lift him up to you, Lord, and we ask for your perfect will to be done in his life. In Jesus' name. And, Lord, I thank you for Gretchen, for her heart to pray for, 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 for Ed. And I just pray, Lord, that you would bless her, empower her, Lord, and speak to her, speak through her, through the power of your Spirit, to share your love and your grace. And we pray in yeah. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. I'm just so happy I could hear your program tonight. Well, thank yeah. you so much. Okay, well, God bless you, and thank you for your call. Yeah, I was just sorry about that. We just had a little glitch here, and uh, I was listening to something. So let's go to our next caller, and if you'd like to call in tonight, you can call in. The number is 888 888- Nine nine five 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 two. That's eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for the live on air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, I invite you to call in because God answers prayer. He does. And I have a message here from a listener named Pim. Would like a prayer of healing and protection for his niece that was just diagnosed with cancer. He would also like a prayer for healing and general well-being for himself. So, Father, we come before you, Lord, and we ask your healing upon this girl, Lord, upon Pim's niece. Lord, whenever someone hears the diagnosis of cancer, that brings in a a, a rush of, of, of fear. It's one of the most fearful things to hear, Lord. But I pray you would put peace upon 
Pim's niece, Lord. I pray that there would be peace and trust and that this, this young girl, Lord, or this, this girl, this woman, who, whatever her age, would lean into you, Lord, and seek your will and that you would heal her. Heal her from cancer, Lord. Heal her, Lord. We pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, your healing upon her and your blessings upon Pim, Lord. We pray for his well-being, Lord, that he would prosper and be in health as his soul prospers, and that every day, Lord, he would seek the prosperity of his soul through his ongoing relationship with you. I ask your blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. And I, like always, if you need prayer or or you want to pray for somebody, Call in if you have a Bible question. Call in the number is eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for the live on their calls. And with that, we'll go to our next caller and talk to Eric. Hi, Eric. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight? I some I have a Bible question. If we do Romans ten nine, we will go to heaven. If you what? Say that again. Romans 10.9. Romans 10.9, that if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that yes. that Jesus is Lord? Yes. Well, what do you think, Eric? Tell me what you think. Yes, I believe, yes, I believe so. Well, that's the, that's the promise that we have in Romans 10.9. It says, if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord, uh-huh. but there's an end here. Yes. It's not just confessing with your mouth. That's because right. even the demons confess that Jesus That's is right. Lord. Yes. Right? So the demons do that, and even more, they shudder. They, 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 they shudder in fear to, from Jesus. They shudder in fear, yes. So they say, so you say in, in Romans, it says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, a person believes. Yes. And this results in righteousness. Yes. And with the mouth, he confesses, resulting in salvation. Now, yes. one of the principles of hermeneutics, which is in the interpretation of the Bible, is Scripture interprets Scripture. Yes. Okay? It's called the analogy of faith. And when when you find Scriptures that are hard to understand, okay, you find an easier Scripture that talks about the same thing. And when, when, when I read this scripture that talks about salvation, I always go back to what Jesus said about salvation. Always. Because scripture will interpret scripture. And Jesus said that the only way to be in God's kingdom, the only way to be saved is to be born again. Born he, said, again. he said, unless you be born again, you... Yeah. Unless a man is born again, he will not enter the kingdom of God. So obviously what this scripture is explaining is what it means to be born again. To be born again. What does it mean to be born again? It means to believe, to trust, to have faith in Jesus for our salvation. And then because of that faith and trust, that faith and trust, that born again experience produces and evidence. It produces fruit. It produces action. And the, act, the first action is confessing that Jesus is, is, your, is Lord and that God raised him from the dead. It says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus as Lord. So there's an action that comes after you've been born again. There's an action that comes after, your, after having faith and being saved. You confess Jesus. You confess to the world that Jesus is Lord, and you are baptized in water. That's your action. That's that's what happens after you get born again. But it also says that this results in something else. There's righteousness. It says this is resulting in righteousness. So there's a changed life. It's the way we the way we live changes. So there's a there's a whole lot of stuff going on here that we kind of pass over. That we kind of Talk about that nobody really talks about that. But I believe, I believe that, I believe in Jesus. I trust in Jesus. I put my faith in Jesus. Okay. I've accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord. And I Savior. understand that, and I, I and I commend you for that, Eric. Yes. But has your life changed? Are you yes, living in righteousness? Are you living in holiness? Are you showing the fruit of the Spirit? That's the evidence of a changed life. 
And a changed life is what it means to be born again. Oh, I see. Okay. It's, but now when we're believers, the Holy Spirit come in, comes inside of yeah, us? Yes, the, 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 the Holy Spirit comes and lives inside us. He when does. When you accept Jesus' role, how does the Holy Spirit come? What does it mean to... Uh, Acts 2.38 Repent and believe in Jesus Christ it, you know, What does the Acts 2.38 say? It says to repent Well it says to believe well, let's, let's, go, let's go right there and read it It says in Acts The second chapter Okay And the 38th verse He asks the question What shall we do to be saved? And he says Peter said to them Repent and and each one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So it's showing that there's a that there's a repentance here, that we yeah. repent from our sins, and yeah. we turn we turn and walk the other way, we walk away from our sins and we walk we, we turn to God, and no. you know and the result of repentance and believing in Jesus Christ is being baptized. I see. It's not being baptized in the water. He's saying be baptized in water. He's saying be baptized, but he's also saying that this that this that, that they will receive the Holy Spirit. It's all about being born again. It's all about being born again, Eric. Yeah, it's yeah. about being changed. Second Corinthians five seventeen says, if, "If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation." Yes, you know. But I want to know. I want to know. Being baptized in Jesus is that being baptized in water or just? It says being baptized in Jesus' name. Jesus told us to be baptized as a witness to the world that we belong to him, that we have received salvation. Those who are baptized in water are signifying to the world that they have received salvation, that they have been born again. It's the first act of obedience that a Christian uh, shows to the world. Being baptized in the water? Yep. Being baptized in the water. Every every Christian should be baptized in water. Everyone who believes in Jesus should be baptized in water. Why? Because he, he left that command. He said because this is Jesus was baptized in the water. Yes, he was God as as an example to us. As an example even though he even though he never sinned and he was he, he never needed to repent because he never sinned, he still was baptized in water as an example to us. Let it be done now, he told John. Because John told him I should be baptized by you. And, yes. John, and, and, the Holy, and the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus after he came yes, out of he the did. water. Now, why do you ask, Eric? What's, what's the reason that you're asking I this? I was baptized in the water, but I want to know for sure because I listen to these radios, mm-hmm. and they say, uh, say the sinner's prayer, say, God, Lord Jesus, come into my heart, right. my Lord and Savior. Yes. I said that prayer. But I want to know for sure that I'm going to heaven with my family. I'm a Christian. Well, I, believe I can Jesus. tell you right now, if you're yes. born again, if you're born again, you have the assurance of going to heaven with your family. And if your family is born again, they have the assurance of going to heaven also. Yes. Jesus said you must be born again. Okay, Eric? Okay. Thank Gotta you. run. Thank, thank you. you. Okay. Oh, good night. And if you have a, a question that you'd like to ask, if you have a, bi- a Bible question, a question on theology, salvation, whatever, whatever is your question, you can call tonight and ask. You can also ask for prayer. I'd love for you to give me the opportunity, the honor to pray with you. So call in tonight for prayer. Call in tonight for asking Bible questions. The number is 888 995 That's 888 888- Nine nine five 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 two for the live on the air calls. Let's uh, go to our next caller and talk to Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How hey, Sammy. How you doing? God bless you. Happy Lord's Day. Happy Lord's Day. How can we pray for you tonight? Yeah, I had a couple questions. Let me. Could I ask you a question? Sure. Okay. Like, when, let me ask you. When you get to heaven, let me ask you. Could you talk woman s in heaven or not? Really. I know it's a stupid question, but I'm asking you. Well, I I don't know, you know, such you know, chase sheep sit the last one the and the wild. You know, what 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 language is it going to be? Everybody's going to be. I don't know what language we'll hear, but I know everybody will understand everyone. It's well, not like there's I mean, not going to be any problem with there, communication. Gra- I know, but if you see like your grandmother there, you, 
you know, like the one do now, so good then, you know what I mean? Yeah, you but know? it won't make a difference because whatever you want to communicate, you'll be able to communicate. There will be no language barriers. I don't believe there'll be different languages. We'll all just understand each other. Okay, well then another question. Let me ask you. If he, if like, if you ask him, like, to show you the art, could he show you the art when you're in heaven or no? Uh, I, I, you know, if somebody's in, not if, but the people that are in heaven right now, okay, it's not like they're in outer space looking at the earth. That's not what's going on. They are in God's kingdom. They are in God's presence. And it's a totally, it's beyond what we can understand, Jeremiah. But it's not like they're out. I know, heaven's a different world. Right. It's not like they they can, they can look uh, back into the, into this world, or they can look from space and see this earth. Uh, but if God wants to, he can show you. If God earth. wants to, he can do anything. Yeah, I he, know that. But I, I don't But I don't see anywhere in Scripture where, where people can look back and look upon the earth, or they can look upon their, their families, or... Uh, I, don't, I don't see anywhere in Scripture that, that, they, that they do that. Okay, then I had another question, okay? Okay. Like... Let me ask you, you know, before he was born, like, like, how did he know he was going to be warm and all that? I just want to know how did he know? Like, God, because God knows, God knows everything. He's, he's uh, uh, omnipotent, all powerful, omnipresent. It means he's everywhere at all the time, everywhere, all the time, and then so he's like that, he, you know, he's like also uh, omniscient, which means he knows everything. There's nothing that God doesn't know. He knows you before you were born. He knows what your life is going to be like. He knows everything. You know, there's nothing that God does not know. There's nothing beyond his... Yeah, he knows everything. Right. Hey, he'll know stuff we... He, I did stuff 10 years ago, and you know what? He knew that you would do it, you know, 100 years before that. You know, Jesus knew on the cross all our sins, and he died for all of our sins. Okay, then another question. Like, how we're gonna know? Okay, how we're gonna know he's coming? Like, like how we know? Like, we we know right now that he's coming. Yeah, but how? Like, when that day the rapture does he rapture us? Or, yes. Or, like, do we see him in the sky? How? It says that we will hear a trumpet, and in the twinkling of an eye, we will be changed, and we will be raptured. You know, Second uh, First Thessalonians. And then also First Corinthians uh, talk about this, about how we will be changed and how we will be raptured. It says we will be caught up in the air, and we will be and we will meet him in the air, and we will forever be with him. Okay. Or oh, not, or oh, not. Okay. Then another question. Okay. Let me ask you. Okay. I went to my pastor, and he said. Uh, He's coming back twice. He's coming back in another seven years to give everybody a chance. Well, there's going to there's going to be the rapture. Okay, and then there's going to be seven years of tribulation. So there'll be seven years of tribulation before he returns for the second time. See, the rapture, we meet him in the air. But when he comes back the second time, his feet touch the ground, and he rules and reigns on this earth for a thousand years. So there's, so essentially your pastor is right. He's going to come for the rapture, and then he'll come for the second coming. Okay, and let me ask you something. When he comes back, are we coming back with him? Yes, we will. We'll be back. We'll be coming back with him. The Bible says uh, on the earth, right? that we will return with him. On the earth, right? Yes. Okay, uh, but let me ask you: like, we could? I mean, could we still do the earthly things or no? Because we're with God, right? Well, what do you mean by the earthly things? Well, you know, um, you know what I mean. Hang out. You know what I mean. You know. Yeah, it's, it's going to be completely different, uh, Jeremiah. It's going to be a completely different life, a completely different existence. We will be in per- we will be perfect, and we will be living the perfect. We will be living perfectly in His presence, and we will be experiencing the joy of being in God's presence. And there'll be no experience on this earth that you can do now that will compare to anything you can do in heaven. There's nothing you do you're, you're doing right now that you're going to want to do when you're in God's presence. There are so many, so think, much more. There's so much more to experience, so much more to know, so much more to see. That there's nothing you can do now uh, on this earth that you're going to want to do again okay. after you've been in God's presence or after okay. you're you're in His presence. Well, but let me. But 
I mean, when he comes back, we're, we're all coming back with him, right? Yes, yes. Okay, and then another okay. question, like, does he feed you in heaven? Uh, actually, uh, the, we, we, the Bible talks about the marriage supper of the Lamb. So we will be eating in heaven, and he said uh, uh, when when um, he gave them communion, when he gave him the Lord's Supper, he says, I will not drink this cup uh, or eat this bread until I eat it anew with you in my Father's kingdom. So there will be eating, uh, but it's not going to be It's not going to be because we're hungry. Yeah, let me ask you something, but is it going to be the same food like it's on earth or no? I don't know. I think it's going to be much better. I think it's going to be much more incredible. Well, this one's up to heaven. Yeah, home. yeah. I think it's going to be much better. That's all I said. I think it's going to be terrible. Everybody's doing well. That's it. All right, well, just pray for me, Sammy, for God oh. to send somebody good in my life. And Lord, I'm trying to find just, a soulmate. I just pray for Jeremiah right now, Lord, that you would send the blessings to him that you desire him to have, that your will would be done in his life, Mugodad. <laughs> yes, Lord, I know that you know your plans. You know your plans from the beginning of the world to the end of the world, and you know what you're going to do in each and every individual's life. Lord, I pray for you to provide for Jeremiah, Lord, all that he needs, all that he desires, and all that is in your will, in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, Son. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, then I had another question. Well, quickly, quickly, Jeremiah. Quickly. Okay, let me ask you something. When when do you think God is coming? I have no idea. I would never set a date. I think it's going to be very soon. Uh, I think it's around the corner. Uh, It can be any time. Any time. What about like... Okay, one more, and then... Uh, I would never, but, but I will never people? set a date and say God is coming no, back. No, you can't something. never set a date. No. no, but what about the people who didn't live their life, never got married or had, didn't, didn't, live, didn't have kids or do? Well, you know, that's that doesn't compare to the joy that they'll have in God's presence. I know. There's nothing you can miss out on this earth when you're in God's presence. You're not going to yeah, feel like you missed so. out on anything. Even if somebody didn't get married, never had children, never saw grandchildren, the joy of being in God's presence will outweigh outweigh anything that they could have experienced here on earth. Okay, Jeremiah, thanks for calling. God bless you. God bless. Let's go to our next caller. Uh, If you'd like to call in tonight, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, Asking the Bible question, whatever's on your mind tonight, call in. If you want to be a help. Uh, the next caller, we're going to talk to Eddie. Hi, Eddie. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight? Hi, Sam. How are you doing? Doing well. How, how can we help you? Uh, I had a question um, about tithing. Okay. You know, the Bible says that we have to give 10% of our income. Now, a tithe is a tenth. A tithe and means tenth, a tenth part, tenth. yes. Right. Now, in the book of Malachi, it talks about they gave their, uh, was it the uh, tenth of their storehouse? It gave, they gave a tenth of, 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 of all that they prospered in. You know, if they took a crop, yeah, they would give 10% of the crop. If they yeah. had an increase in their sheep, they would give a tenth of that. Like if they, had, yeah. if they, if they received 10 sheep, they would give one of them as a, as a tithe. You know, so whatever whatever their increase was, they tied uh, on that. They gave ten percent of their increase. Right. Yes, because um, a friend of mine was talking to me today, and he's been going through some financial problems. Like you know, everybody, I'm sure everybody's going through it. Mm-hmm. And um, he was talking to uh, his pastor, mm-hmm. and the and the pastor asked him, "Are you giving ten percent?" And he said it no because it's hard for him to do it because he has a family to take care of and and uh, just you know different obligations he has to pay. Mm-hmm. So so another individual in his church told him that the devil's cursing him. Oh wow! So I don't believe that because no. I mean, in other words, uh, I'm sorry that God puts a curse on you, and I don't right. believe God puts a curse on you. No, I don't believe God puts a curse on you either. Now the Bible, the Bible in the Old Testament uh, did require the Israelites to give ten percent of their tithes. They paid, right. they paid tithes, but nowhere in the New Testament 
does Jesus put that burden upon us. He's, right. he, he commends, and, and the only time Jesus ever commended the Pharisees or the Sadducees is when he commended them for paying their tithes. He said, right. you, you tithe even on your mint and cumin, as you should, okay? Right. But they, but they neglect the weightier manners, uh, the, yeah. the weightier, you know, the, things that they, the other things that they should have done. But anyway, yeah. you know, that's the only time Jesus uh, talked about or, or com- commended the Pharisees, and he commended them for tithing. So we know that Jesus agreed with tithing, but he never made it a, requ- made it a requirement. And neither does yeah. Paul or, or Peter. Uh, or uh-huh. any of the, the the New Testament epistles. So here's here's the thing: in the Old Testament, they paid tithes. In mm-hmm. the New Testament, we give our tithes. Now, is it a requirement that it has to be ten percent? I think ten percent is a great place to start. I really do. I think yeah. every Christian should be giving ten percent of their of their income because it's a good principle. It's a good way to 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 sacrifice or to 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 allow the lord to take and to give us out of a free hand so i think 10 percent. but if you can't or if you don't feel you can give 10 percent, start somewhere else start with two percent and let the lord bless you with that and then move up to five percent with a desire to eventually get to that 10 percent right because there's 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 tithes and there's even offerings you know, you know, God is, yeah. you know, we, we give our 10% and then we can even give above a 10%. And I love what, right. and I, I love what, uh, what Paul said in, uh, in first Corinthians, let me turn to it really quickly. It was first Corinthians, the 16th chapter about the collection, of his- about, about the collection for the saints. He says right. that he should, he, that they should on every Lord's day, they should, uh, uh, it says, on the first day of every week, each one of you is to put aside and save as he may prosper. Okay. He didn't give a, he didn't give a direct amount. And now this yeah. was a collection of an offering for the saints in, in Jerusalem. But he didn't, put, and he didn't put a direct amount on it. He said, as you prosper. So as the Lord blesses you, give something back. And if, you, uh-huh. and if you're not comfortable with 10%, Start at two percent or start at five percent. Yes. But right. commit to something. Right. You know, because I don't believe that God curses you for not giving. You know, God doesn't right. need your God doesn't need your money. Right. He desires yeah. your heart. You know, yeah. tithing is not a rule. Here's something that that, that, that that meant a lot to me when I realized it. Tithing uh-huh. is not a rule, it's a relationship. Okay. Think about that. Yeah. Uh huh. And also, uh, one more. Um, there's a couple in in the church that I go to, a uh, mother and a daughter. Um, you know, uh, when when you go to church, you know, people go up for prayer, and you see basically the same people going every week to mm-hmm. the altar. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, there's this individual, the daughter. Um, when when they pray for her, she starts screaming. She screams and she yells and she falls on the floor. And people are under, and some people have got scared and right. uh, ran we'll out. Yeah. Now I don't know if she's being oppressed by a demon, or if she's entertaining it, or she hasn't let it go. Well, have you talked to your pastor about this? What does he say? Uh, I talked to him uh, a couple of times, and um, there's a uh, they have a, a a couple there, a lady. She she um, works in the uh, she prays for. The people in the church, because the pastor is eighty-nine years old. Okay, he gave her the authority to do it. So you know this this individual. She's twenty-seven years old, and she just screams, cries out loud. Well, and you know, I asked the mother, well, you know, why did she cry that? And she says because she's had bad relationships in the past. Well, you know, Eddie, um, it's it's a red flag for me when people yeah. you know, for, in that kind of condition. It could be a demon possession. It could be an emotional uh, problem. It could be yeah. something that she's that she refuses to let go in her life that she feels guilt or shame about that about mm-hmm. this. Or it could be mental illness. Who knows? But God is a God of order, and the people yeah. in the church, you know, if they see she's she's screaming and making a disorder in the church, they shouldn't be mm-hmm. praying for her in the church. 
They should, right. be, they should be taking her into a private room, you know, the pastor and his wife or uh, right, a, a right. few of the ladies, you know, and mm-hmm. if they're going to pray for her, pray for her somewhere mm-hmm. where she cannot make other people uncomfortable, disruptive, and, and, and really investigate and see, is what's the problem here? Is it, a yeah. men- is it a mental problem? Is it an emotional problem? Or is it a demonic possession? That's what needs yeah. to get done. Yeah, and and, yeah, uh, and you know the, you said the pastor's eighty nine years old, and yeah, uh, you know God bless him for for still ministering at eighty nine. But maybe he needs to appoint somebody to take care of some of these things in church that he can't attend to. Right. You know. Yeah. Yes. Because um, this um, uh, when when they're praying for her, um, I I asked the. Uh, um, the individual that's praying for her, have you counseled with her? Right. Have you sat on a room one-on-one and counseled with her with the pastor's wife? And no, they, she just, I mean, she prays in front of her, in front of all the people. Well, I would, so I, I would, that's what they need to well, do. I would take it to the leadership of the church and, and yeah. pray for her and, uh, and continue, you know, and, and just do whatever, you know, do continue how the Lord leads you. But that, that right. would be my advice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, my okay, friend. Uh, I had I had one more question. Are, do you, do you have a um, is there an app on KKLA where they can do like financial um, uh, like seminars? They do have financial seminars that they do from time to time. It's advertised on KKLA. I would call the station uh, during the week and ask them yeah. for, ask them that question. Okay, ask, but the, but you can download the, the KKLA app. It's free, and it's you can uh-huh. go to. Uh, uh, iTunes or uh, your Google Store, and yeah. and download it for free uh, in wherever you get your apps. Okay. Well, I can ask Frank, right? Frank Sontag. Excuse me. I can ask Frank Sontag, right? Oh yeah, you can, you can, you. But but you can call the the uh, the office here at KKLA. You can, uh-huh. and and they'll be able to help you about uh, about your question about that, or you can call into Frank's show uh, during the week. Okay. All right. Thanks. All right. Thanks. God bless. God bless. Let's go back to our phone lines, and we're going to talk to Bixie. Hi, Bixie. You're on the G- Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi. Yes, Pastor. I'd like to talk to you about Jeremiah. Okay. Uh, Jeremiah is a relative of my husband. I'm married to Alex. And um, it happened many years ago. Helen, hey, Alex's uh, cousin, she couldn't, have, she couldn't have children. So I prayed for her. So she said, I want to have a baby so bad. I said, well, let's pray, Helen. So we prayed. And an angel appeared to me and told me Helen will have a son next year and put uh-huh. his name Jeremiah. And Jeremiah was born the next year and we put his name Jeremiah. So Jeremiah needs leading. And I know he's going to be something with God, but we need to lead him in there. You know what I mean? Well, we pray for Jeremiah every time he calls. Every time I know you pray for him every time he calls. So, you know, I just wanted to let you know that he tried to tell you that one time, but you know, he couldn't, he couldn't mm. explain the way it was. Well, he, you we know, pray God's will so, be done. We pray that the Lord's will be done and the Lord would use him. Okay, Bixie. He will use him in a mighty way. Pray for him and his mother. Pray for all of us. Thank, Thank you. you Pastor. God bless you, Bixie. Let's go back to the phone and talk to, talk to Jay. Hi, Jay. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. Uh, by the way, I agree totally with you on the rapture. I've listened to a lot of good ministers talk about it, and I mm-hmm. went back and reading it. I do believe it, and I look forward to that. Amen. Uh, I uh, went through some rough things, and well, I mean, the Lord has blessed me with uh, some some uh, at work with a gentleman I work with who is a partner, and he said, oh, um, "I'm going to give you a larger commission than you've been getting, which is a blessing." Oh, praise the Lord! Glad to hear that. And I got back into songwriting for a documentary for a friend of mine who's a pioneering musician who's a, a Christian and mm-hmm. uh, as well. So, um, so I have my health is uh, is I had a kidney stone, but I, I changed my diet around. So I praise the Lord for everything, you know. So he's uh, he's in, you know he's improved me. So, but I wanted to um, yesterday I was going through these um, you know vitamins and I had this cough drop. Mm-hmm. But it had this, and it's fresh, but it had this grainy thing. And but I put it in my throat, and it uh, it seems to have um, made it. Uh, I don't know. It was making it and today. You know, like when you start to get the beginnings of a cold or something, mm, like a sore cold. cold. So I wanted to 
pray that the, the, I'm taking stuff and putting sprays and things in it, you know, soup and things, tea, yeah. that the, the Lord will heal me for that so it doesn't, you know, become, pro, you, know, you know, major Amen. cold or anything. Well, and, Father, uh, we just come before you, Lord. We bring this situation with you to you before. Mm-hmm. Bring it before you, Lord, for Jay. Lord, whatever it was that caused this sore throat or that's causing this, this illness, Lord, we just pray, Father, for a blessing from heaven. We pray, Lord, that you would touch him, Lord, and heal him, Lord, and that his throat would no longer be infected, that there would be no infection or sore throat, there would be no sinus infection. I just pray for a total and complete blessing, Lord, that over this weekend, Lord, he would feel vibrant and that he would feel the power that's within him, Lord, that you, that you bless him with through your healing, Father. We just pray for total, complete healing from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I appreciate it very much. Well, thank Boy. you for calling, Jay. You too. Thank you. God thank bless. you for praying for me. Appreciate it, Sam. Right. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Sam. And let's take let's take another call and we're gonna to talk to Ray. Hi Ray, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hello, Ray. Ray, wake up. Hello, Ray. Well, <laughs> Okay, we're gonna we're gonna put Ray on hold, and uh, Wilbert will try and get him up, and we'll see if he can get him back on the air. But we'll see. If you uh, want to call in tonight, uh, you call in at eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. Let's go to our message tonight, and we'll <laughs> just a little. You know, just thinking, you know, just putting people to sleep around here. Anyway, uh, let's see. We have Marcus now. Oh, no, and there's a, there's a message here. The listener named Burin would like a prayer for guidance. So, Father, Lord, I thank you so much for your people who would seek guidance from you. Lord, there's so many influences in this world that try to influence influence us in a wrong way. I just thank you, Lord, for your for 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 your children's desire to 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 seek you and to be influenced by you and to be guided by you. So I pray for godly wisdom. I pray for guidance. I pray for the power of your Holy Spirit upon upon uh, Burin, Lord, that 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 this that Burin would know and and receive your instruction and your guidance in Jesus' name, Amen. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Marcus. Hey, Marcus, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight? Hi, Sammy. Hi. Yes, I just wanted to ask for prayer. Uh, it's like the gentleman, a um, couple of calls back, I have a sore throat and um, like, a little trouble breathing and a little pain in the back of my mm-hmm. chest. So I'm, I'm doing everything I can to do, you know, um, try to take care of that, but... I just like to some prayer for that. Well, Lord, we live in a fallen world where not only is there sin, but also sickness, Lord, diseases. Lord, I just pray, Father, for Marcus right now that you would protect him. And, Father, that you would just touch him and heal him, Lord, from whatever illness it is, Lord, whether it's a, a virus or bacteria, Lord, whatever is causing this sore throat or problems that he's having, Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you would heal him through your power, Lord, that you would fill him with your spirit, Lord, and that he would recover, Lord, totally, completely, instantaneously, miraculously, Lord, I just pray from the top of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord, that he would feel the, the, the touch, that he would know the touch of a mighty and awesome God who does abundantly and exceedingly beyond what we ask. So we pray your healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Marcus. Thank God bless. God bless you. Well, you know, we've been uh, we finished up First uh, Corinthians, uh, the six. I'm sorry, the First Corinthians, the total book. We went through 16 chapters, and I wanted to continue into Second Corinthians because Second Corinthians is is the the kind of the conclusion of the story of Paul's relationship with with the Corinthian church um, and the uh, the time between First Corinthians. And now remember, Paul was in Corinth for eighteen months. He preached in the synagogues. He preached in the he set he set up the church. Really, is what he did. 
he 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 evangelized and he brought people to people came to the Lord, and church was 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 started, and for eighteen months he shared the word of God with them, and many believed and came to the Lord in those eighteen months. So now uh, Paul leaves Corinth and goes to Ephesus, and he hears that things are not going too well. So he writes this letter in response to a letter they sent him and asked him questions, what should we do about this or what should we do about that? And Paul writes them uh, the, the book of First the letter of 1 Corinthians, and he's really uh, correcting a lot of wrong things that are going on in the church. I mean, it's unbelievable the things that were going on that uh, they had, there was things on marriage and divorce and uh, a guy living with his stepmother and so many things, you know, that, uh, food offered to idols. They were eating uh, food offered to idols and things were going on like crazy. And Paul wrote, wrote, wrote 1 Corinthians to, to correct it. So now after he sends this letter of 1 Corinthians, there's about a year that passes before he writes 2 Corinthians. And during that year, after writing 1 Corinthians, Paul hears that things are not getting better. They're getting worse. You know, he writes, this, he writes 1 Corinthians, he sends the letter, but things are not getting better. They're getting worse. So uh, after hearing that, Paul goes back to Corinth. He makes a hurried and painful visit, the Bible says, to the church. And you'll find that in Act in uh, uh, 2 Corinthians 2.1. 12, 14, and 13, 1 through 2. So Paul makes another visit, a hurried visit, a hastened visit, and it's a very painful visit. Things don't go well as he visits Corinth for that time. So Paul writes them a second letter, okay, a severe and sorrowful letter, really rebuking them, really tearing them down, a letter to the church, now that letter was lost. We don't know what was in that letter because that letter has been lost. But what we do find is in 2 Corinthians is actually Paul's third letter to the church. And it's written on a different tone because Titus returns from Corinth and tells Paul the good news. Hey, Paul, something good's going on. After all your work, after all the time you spent, after all the, 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 the everything you've shared with them, finally... Things are happening in Corinth for the good. And uh, Timothy, Titus tells them that they've repented, they've changed, they've mended their ways, they've turned from what they were doing, and they're, 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 they're seeking holiness and righteousness. So Paul writes the second, uh, the third letter. I know it's a little confusing, but he writes 2 Corinthians, what we know as 2 Corinthians. And he's commending them, and he's He's encouraging them. And what what hit me was how patient Paul was with the Corinthian church, how he never gave up on them. And God never gives up. And Paul, uh, it was said last night, at the at Friday night, that Paul was reflecting God's character, the love that God has, the mercy, the grace that God shows. Paul never gave up on the church. Paul never gave all the things that they were doing, all the things that they were involved in. And think about it. You know, Corinth was a very fleshly city. I mean, it was a city of the world. It was a city that was known for its debauchery. And these people are living, they're trying to live Christians life, Christian lives in, a, in, a, in, in this city, much like, the way, much like the way the world is today. I mean, wherever you look, it's 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 the flesh. It's 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 giving into fleshly desires, and even more so in Corinth. But yet, Paul stood fast. Paul showed them love, and sometimes it was hard love. Sometimes it was it was it was harsh. Paul had to be harsh with them. He had to tell them the truth. He never compromised the truth. He always told them the truth, but he told them the truth in love, and in grace. For their good. He always had their best at, at heart. He wanted them to come out of worldliness into holiness. So 2 Corinthians was written because 
God had done a work. Paul had showed them the love of God. Paul had showed them the patience of God. Paul had showed them grace and truth. He showed them grace and truth. And they res- eventually they responded, even though it took some time. And in between 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians, there's about, a, there's about a year. About a year passes. And within that year, Paul makes a hurried journey, a painful journey, a painful visit to them. He writes them another letter, a letter of rebuke, a severe and sorrowful letter, Paul calls it. And then after all of that, when they repent, when they change, Paul writes to them the letter of 2 Corinthians. And he actually wrote it from Macedonia. Uh, So upon hearing the good news, Paul writes 2 Corinthians. And then we see in Acts, the 20th chapter, that Paul visits the church for a third and final time. Paul never gave up on the Corinthians. And God never gives up on you. You know, we, we were talking, we were praying for, for somebody who, had, who has, who's in the hospital, who's, who's at the end of their life, and has never received the Lord. And we, we were praying, I think it was with, with Gretchen, for her friend Ed. And as long as Ed is alive, God is not going to give up on him. God is going to continue to, 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 to try and touch his heart. God will never give up on anybody. As long as there is breath in your lungs, there is hope for your salvation. You can be saved. You can be saved if you will confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. If you've, if you've gotten into the world and you're living your life far away from God in isolation, you can come home to the God who loves you. There's hope for you. God hasn't given up on you. Why should you give up on God? Don't give up on God. Don't give up on living a Christian life. Don't give up on righteousness and holiness. Don't give up on forgiveness and repentance. God hasn't given up on you. The way Paul kept going after the Corinthian church, God is going to continue coming out, coming back after you. He loves you and he wants you. He wants you in his presence. He wants you in his kingdom. He wants you you to be part of his family. So I hope you'll say with me right now, pray this prayer. Lord, I come to you, a sinner, and I confess my sins to you, and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus died on the cross to forgive my sins and was raised on the third day, and I confess him as my Lord and Savior. I believe and trust in him for my salvation. And I ask you, Holy Spirit, to come and live in my heart. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. And I desire to walk with you for the rest of my life. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, if you just prayed that prayer, your hope of salvation has just come into being. And I welcome you into the family of God. Well, And I encourage you, start reading the Bible. Start praying. Get into a church that teaches the Word of God, that prays and worships God every every day, every Sunday especially. Well, I hope you enjoyed tonight's program. And I hope you'll, you'll consider coming out and joining us on Friday nights. And we'll be back here next Saturday night, Sunday morning, God willing. God bless you and good night. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.